Hello and welcome to Weirdos in the Wild with our co-host, A.J. Oxley, paranormal investigator with Beyond This Life Paranormal and multi-generational paranormal enthusiast, and Lynn Tencher, Beyond This Life Paranormal investigator, Reiki master, published author, and near-death experiencer. Travel with them, a couple of everyday weirdos on a wild ride to all things paranormal and metaphysical. Coming up on Weirdos in the Wild, AJ and Lynn sit down with Oldham County Paranormal Research and Missy Steyer from Beyond This Life Paranormal and talk about, guess what, Waverly Hills. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, Present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying the notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches from Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about Energetic Healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information. Hey Weirdos, welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. I'm AJ. And I'm Lynn. And after all the teasing, we're going to talk about Waverly Waverly Hills. For anyone who knows anything about the paranormal, Waverly Hills is one of the, supposedly one of the most haunted places in the United States, if not the world. Um, we, Lynn and I have been there, uh, between us a, a few times now. It never disappoints, never disappoints. Um, for those who don't know about Waverly Hills, Waverly Hills is located in, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and it was built as a, it's definitely, it's called Waverly Hills tuberculous sanatorium. Now, I guess you hear sanatorium, I think a lot of people think it's a nut house. It's not. It was built for, um, in the early 1920s, and actually opened in 1926, for 
the tuberculosis outbreak that was happening in, in the United States at that point in time. The idea of Waverly Hills was it is built on a hill. The belief was that being on a hill, all of the windows in the building was able to open and the whole idea was the ventilation from the breeze that was on the hill would help the patients. I guess to now we would probably say they were just spreading the germs all over the rest of Louisville. But <laughs> that's, germs on the wind. <laughs> that's right. But there were also other things that happened there. There was, um, I guess, what you would want to call experiments or medical trials um, of what the belief was how they could cure this at that time. Uh, there is mixed numbers of people that were at at the actual hospital and then mixed numbers of how many people actually passed away there. We've read anywhere between 63,000 and 123,000 people had died there. Um, we do know that at that point in time uh, there was not good record keeping done. People died. There probably is no record of those people dying. Uh, there are reports of mass graves there. There are reports of mass holes that were dug just to dump um, medical equipment, syringes, needles, garbage, whatever. Um, so it's really hard to say. But we were lucky enough to investigate there. We were lucky enough to have the entire building to ourselves. Uh, and we were lucky enough to have our friends again from Oldham County Paranormal with us. And Shannon and Susan are back with us. Yay! Hi. <laughs> and along with uh, Missy, who is, you all know from our group, uh, Beyond This Life. Yay! And we've got some stories to tell you. So I'm going to let uh, Missy and Susan and Shannon talk about uh, when we first got there, we kind of broke up into separate groups, and I'm going to let them tell you first what happened to them. So, again, ladies, Susan, Shannon, Missy, thank you for being with us tonight. You're welcome. This thank is exciting. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start us off. So, our group consisted of Susan and, Sh and Shannon, myself, Haley, and we also had... A newbie came along, which was um, Dean. So that was our little group. So we decided that we were going to start on the fourth floor at the operational, so the surgery room. So we go into the surgery room and we set up our equipment. Uh, one of the first things that was brought to our attention when Susan walked in the room, I'll let Susan yeah. tell you that. Yeah, I walked in and immediately saw uh, it looked like a doctor standing over <laughs> uh just you know i was there and, and gone and what you know and all but it, it, it was definitely something there <laughs> and definitely you could tell i mean it wasn't full it full on but you could definitely tell enough to tell it was a doctor attire mm. where was he in the operating room 
That's where I'm off to the side in like an office area, I guess. That's where I saw Is it the back yeah. where they clean the medical supplies? Yeah. Where they get ready yeah. for the surgery? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when I'll just interject real quick because we only had one little experience in there is right by that room where it looked like they spray painted a black W. Mm -hmm. I saw that get completely whited out. Yeah. Or something passed in front of it. So I probably saw the same thing. Look at that. Give yeah. me goosebumps, mm -hmm. Susan. <laughs> so while we were in there, we set up all the equipment and uh, Shannon decided that she was going to play operating music so that we would kind of, you know, stir up some activity with that. And I believe it was Haley who got the number 438. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. She kept saying, I'm here in 438. Well, we weren't sure if there was a room at 438. We went investigating Did to see. Did she get it twice? She got yeah, it twice. after the second time yeah. we went to see. Yeah, so then it was, okay, let's go find out what 438 is about. Even if, there, if there's even a room that had 438 over it. So that's when we kind of packed up all of our stuff and we headed down the hallway on the fourth floor looking for that room. And sure enough, there was a room at 438. A double occupancy room, yeah. So we all kind of set up in there and put our equipment back out. Um, I know your ball, you had a ball in that room that moved. We did have a ball move. This was it the cat ball? Your dog, your, your, I think it was Marshall's little blue yeah, ball. Yeah, your, I was say, yeah. dog ball. The little blue ball. Yeah. <laughs> the one that always moves. <laughs> I'm just saying to make these. The, the blue balls. Here we go again on this conversation. Explain the balls and what the theory is about that machine for us at, 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 at Waverly. Yeah, so there's the story of mm -hmm. a child. Um, it's Timmy or Tommy. I can't. Timmy, Timmy's what I yeah. <coughs> you know, several several teams that I've seen, you know, through the years have put activity on Waverly site of there's there's actually a picture of the little boy um, on the fourth floor. We all know that there's no children, you know, in there when they're taking the tours like we have, but there was a full body apparition of a child. So every time we go to Waverly, we take balls. Um, kids for whatever reason seem to play with are blue balls more than anything, and that's just a whole story, but like <laughs> cat balls, so our group has cat balls, and you know, you the only way you can make the cat balls go off is if you are touching these balls. I mean, you can stomp around them, and yes, you know, maybe just a little bit of vibration, but these cat balls full blown started going off. And um, when you move them, just for the folks that know, they light up. Yes different colored lights they to light start up. flashing. Yeah. And it's the coolest thing to see when you actually do see it. The first time our cat balls ever went off was at... Um... Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, Present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying the notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, menace reaches from Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of energetic healing. 
At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, Books and Resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists. Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information. Welcome back to Weirdos in the Wild. Before we return to our program, AJ and I would like to take a moment to remember my brother John Tencher, co-founder of Beyond This Life Paranormal, and Alan Oxley, AJ's father. Both passed away just before we recorded our first episode. Each and every episode going forward from this one on will be in remembrance of them. Thank you. The Henry Clay in yeah. Louisville while we were filming with Keith. And it was phenomenal because yeah, they never, never went off. Yeah. You know, we, we've seen other teams use them and it just seems legit, you know, when their balls go off, you know, but there's nobody around these balls. So, I mean, to me, that's another one of the best uh, investigating tools that we have today is the balls. And, and for those who don't know, there were children at Waverly Hills, and they lived there because their parents were there as patients with TB. And these kids had nowhere else to be except there at the hospital. So we, that is definitely something that's documented, that there were, were a lot, actually, of children that were there. Yeah, there's the, photos of them. At the fifth floor, when you're on the fifth floor, that's actually, like, part of it's the roof. And they would have a, they had a swing set up on the top of the of the building where the kids could swing Full area. and be outside on top of the building. And did you see that was laying over in the corner? Mm-hmm. That's the original swing. That's yeah. Oh wow, which is cool. Yeah, which for years I never saw that. I don't yeah. know. Just within the last two years, it's it's come up there. Yeah, so I don't know. they moved some stuff around, so I don't know if it's been brought out and we brought to our attention or what, but I've never noticed it before either. I yeah. didn't notice it this time, so. No, <laughs> it was right over behind. Yeah, it's like right up against the windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right where yeah, I was sitting yeah, when we caught yeah. the thing we're going to talk still about. Didn't <laughs> it was right behind me. It was mm-hmm. set right behind me. So did you all have anything at room 438? I, I mean, the ball moved a little yeah. bit. That's about it. I know that Haley did the Estes method, but I, I don't think a lot came through. Or did we get a guy's name? I think I we did get a guy's name, but it's like nothing was tied in with the questions that were being yeah, asked. Yeah, nothing really yeah. tied together per se. So I wish she was here. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. We miss yeah. you, Haley. We do. Anything else on the fourth floor where you guys were there? Uh, no. But we actually, when we left that room, but actually got called back to it later. Because Haley yes. got, 
hey, they got the same room number again, and they, we said, do you want us to go back there? And we got it again, so we went back, but we still didn't get much of anything there, but we did get called back to the room. She did say there was like a devil painted on the wall or... There was some kind of... Some kind of spray painted. Spray painted. I don't remember what it was. But. Were we sitting close to that room um, when the creeper was saw? That was the third floor. Was it the third floor? Then I guess we was not. I don't know the relationship to where in the building, but we were on a different floor. All right. I just thought of that. So we'll go ahead. Let's let's talk about the creeper real quick. Yeah. Tell us the story of the creeper. Shannon, tell us the story about the creeper. So I've never full on been told or nobody really knows what the creeper is. Um... I've never known or heard stories of the creeper to like attack anybody, but it's always said that if you see the creeper coming down the hallway, whether on the ceiling or on the walls, you always step to the opposite side of the wall. So you're not standing next to where the creeper's going back. I have no idea why, you know, if nobody's ever been touched or, you know, attacked or anything, I don't know why they always say to go to the left side, but we've seen it. If you saw it coming at you, you would probably do that anyway. Yeah. But <laughs> I would have run to the, yeah. run into the opposite yeah. end of the hallway. Which I did because when it was saw, there was a couple of us sitting on the right wall, and you know yeah, we moved just like moved over. Yeah. yeah. We and just so everybody on knows on the podcast, we were all together at that time, and it yeah. was at the end of the night, and and we all saw it, and we all and it was. If you, if you know Waverly, you know that it's. Um, Famous for the shadow people that are there. And that's what the creeper is, is a dark shadow that, as Shannon says, it's not seen on the floor. It's seen on the wall. It's seen on the ceiling. And I think it's seen it kind of everywhere in the building, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Heard different stories about it, so yeah. Yeah. Now, there is supposed to be something bad there as well, right? We've heard big stories black. of bad, yeah. but I've never experienced. Yeah, I've bad. heard the I've heard the stories of what's called big black. Yeah, and which he's is a big black blob, blob yeah. of, or a sh- very very dark shadow. But that's what I witnessed. And very tall, very very tall. I mean, I just witnessed what y'all are saying. The creeper. I witnessed just a blob of blackness when you all were saying it's on that door frame. Yeah, early. yeah. That's that that's, was the creeper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's two different things. One is like a giant man. Yeah. Okay. He walks around like a a man. And he's typically seen in the lobby where we couldn't go on the first floor. Yeah. My team had actually seen him with their own eyes while I was on the fifth floor. I wish I had seen it, but a very tall, dark shadow, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The creeper was probably the size of a German Shepherd, maybe? A little bit bigger, I think. I think it was bigger than that. Yeah. Maybe a black I bear. I said a small person. I don't know. But it was, I mean, to me, it, it did. It looked like it was right where the, what I saw was like right where the ceiling and the wall come together. Yes. And it was moving down there. I like, I don't know, like you'd see like Spider-Man crawling across the yeah. wall or something. And it came up and stopped, which was weird. But I was getting ready to say, when it stopped is when we all moved over and gave yeah. it way. When when we all uh-huh. moved over to the other side of the hall is when it kind of stopped and just stopped. It stayed there. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you remember before that, we were seeing something on the left side of the hall. Mm-hmm. They kept showing itself and peeking out. Right. So it's just weird because we were seeing it on both sides. Yeah, and then we did see a white apparition for a second. 
that kind of came out and hung around briefly on the left side and then went back. So that little spot was hopping for a while. It was. You guys were watching that that way in the hallway. Susan and I were at the other end of the group, and I told Susan, I said, turn around. Well, remember I, yeah. had, I had just mentioned that my whole backside felt like it got like 10 degrees colder all at once. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, you told me to turn around and look, and we were seeing the other end of the hallway. Yeah, there was definitely something that was watching us, and Susan mm-hmm. and I saw it. It was, it was just kind of that peek out and look at us for a little bit and come back and peek out and look at us a little bit. And yeah, it was, there was definitely something watching us at both ends of that hallway at that point in time. Yeah. Well, all of us are crammed in probably 10 square feet of space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We were huddled together. Yeah. We were at that time. But it was cool. You know, while we were up there, the, we were there to, I feel, long enough for our eyes to have been able to adjust it to the darkness to, for you to be able to see dark, mm-hmm. darker than dark, if that right. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely have to give your eyes time to adjust when you go into to the places. Yeah. So, we definitely had a lot of activity right there. I mean, we had activity from the get-go, basically, when we walked in that building. Mm-hmm. Um, while um, Susan and Missy and Shannon were on the, y'all started out on the fourth floor, Lynn and I, we started out right on the second floor, our intention was to do some lives that night for for the podcast. For the podcast, and for whatever reason, Waverly was not cooperating with us and not letting that happen. So we decided we'd just go ahead and we would just go ahead and investigate the second floor. Um, so one side of the building there is there is absolutely no windows. And if you're sitting on, the, the building is kind of a crescent shaped almost. And um, so you can, if you're at one end of the building, you can pretty much see down the hallway and then you can look out where the windows should be. And you can see all the way down the other end. Um, so we, we were walking down the hallway and we had somebody just watching us. The whole, we, we watched this mm-hmm. figure look out and watch us. Look out and watch us. Look out and watch us. We could see the team above us, and we were kind of watching where they were. We could see their flashlights, and we could see you all doing stuff. And as we're looking that way, you guys are up on the fourth floor at the very end. Somebody was at the very end of that hallway at that point. Two floors down... Lynn and I are watching a figure in the in the right two floors down directly where you guys were, mm-hmm. and we're at the we're at one end of the building watching this figure move around as you guys are two two floors up. It was just going back and forth like it was busy doing something. And me and Haley, we I, took I, off. It was the ninth room. You you all counted the ninth window. And me and Haley went to that room. Didn't we to see if there was anybody in that room? Well, that was a different situation. That was a different yeah. Time. This okay. was like in the first two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. At the end of that hallway, there's... Well, at the end of the hallways there, there's big rooms, basically, at the end of each of those hallways. And then the, the patient rooms are in between. So it was in that big room that was at the end of that hallway. And we just... We just watched it. I mean, we just sat there and watched it, was a long it for a time. long time. Yeah. It was just going back and forth. Hmm. Like Lynn said, it was almost like it was a, like a residual hung. Like it was doing, maybe it was a 
somebody who was doing their work, you know, yeah, or may have been a nurse or something, just doing her patient, checking right. her yeah. patients and stuff. Yeah. 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 But we, I saw some lights too, little tiny blue lights, and I kept trying to figure out if maybe it was my eyes, like maybe I was getting a migraine or something, but. I saw them, and then Haley and I both saw them at the same time somewhere else. I'm like, okay, so that wasn't me. But, you know, I kind of blew it off at the time when I first saw them, thinking, okay, it's just something going on with my eyes. But they were like pinpoint, light blue lights. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. And then we did tell you guys, hey, we're seeing something. Go here. Yeah. But I don't think you guys saw anything. Though. No. Mm-hmm. No. Because I think you guys counted nine windows down. And Haley and I, because we were seeing a ball of light. We were in the operating room. Yeah. And Haley and I were in a position to where we could see across the hall or in that hallway. And we kept seeing a ball of light. So that's why her and I even came out of the surgery room just to go over and see. Because we knew that you guys were around somewhere. And then that's when we yelled at you all. And you're all like, no, we see somebody standing in that ninth window on the same floor you're at. Run down there and there was nothing. Yeah. Nobody. So we went down that hallway, and about where the building turns, um, we kept seeing something right there. There's a there was a room there, a patient room right there, and we just kept seeing something coming in. And it was going in and out of that room, in and out of that room. And then, of course, where we we wanted to go down to the end to see what we'd seen when we were down there. When we got down there, nothing. Nothing. So. In the building, in the dead middle of the building is a hallway that comes down through there. And that, that hallway is dark. Mm-hmm. It is really dark in that hallway. Um, so we were going from the one end of the building back to the other end, walking down that middle hallway. And we had footsteps follow us down through there. We tried to debunk it. We couldn't. But little we, shuffly footsteps. Yeah, but we had something just following us all the way down that hallway. I mean, that's one building that no matter where you're at, you always feel like somebody is watching you. Mm-hmm. They all, they've got their eyes on you the whole time. And it, it seems like they're more active as you're talking to each other. Instead of, hey, do this, hey, do that, they're more active when you're sitting here just having a normal conversation with each other. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's not a circus act. They're, yeah, you're, you're more blending in with them. Because they, they yeah. would have sat around trying to have a conversation, trying to pass the time. Yeah. I mean, if they were alive, we wouldn't ask them to push a penny across the floor or, you know, something like you just, you do normal and they're going to come to you and that's when you'll get your most. Yeah. It's for sure when you're just trying to do normal things. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I had actually it's... told a story though, at the top of the body shoot one time with my old team, we were all standing there having a conversation. It was loud and it was echoing down into the death tunnel and Rachel, uh, which was one of my old girls on my team, she's, we were leaving. And she said, well, you're more than welcome to come with us because we were hearing shuff, feet shuffling and all that. And we caught, I'm assuming a nurse, because you heard a female voice say, come on. You hear the footsteps and you start hearing her push a gurney. And we got that in an EVP. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That gave me goosebumps. Either. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. And it was just us standing around, having normal conversations about the day and she came in on it you do get that feeling about that that building that it's that it what it is like frozen in time that it it you that Mm -hmm. that everything that's in that building is frozen in in that time when they when the patients were there Mm -hmm. when the 
staff, the doctors, the staff was there. And, and you're right. It, it's, you know, Susan Shannon, the way you guys said this, it, it's just like they're just doing their thing just as if it was 1930 yeah. and everybody's just trying to do their thing. That's when and where they died, and they're still doing what they did at that time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing about Waverly, too. I mean, I'm sure you have tons of res- residual energy. Oh, yeah. Tons of it. I can't even imagine. But there is so much intelligence in that building, and, you know, that that's going to come out, um, hopefully, on a TV show that we were filming. Um, two of the best EVPs I've ever got in my life have come out of that building, and one of them was... No, both of them were just flat out intelligent. There's no way. So we were listening live and we were filming for Paranormal Journey into the Unknown. Um, Myself and another investigator were listening live. All of a sudden, we hear an old man's voice as we're just talking and walking down the hall, just as we was doing, shining our flashlights. You hear a man's voice say, there's no ghost here. As plain as day. So you hear us in the audio. Everybody's still talking and you hear feet shuffling and all that. And then... Finally, I stop and I'm like, did somebody just say there's no ghost here? And Jay Pierce, who is the other guy that was listening live, come running up. He said, damn it, Shannon, I just heard the same thing. We were the only ones that heard it. So he knew what we were doing. He knew what we was looking for, you know. But then our group, uh, what, no, was you with me on the kid? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, our group was there. Too, yeah. yeah. And we were on whatever floor that the... The dog and the homeless man. The third floor. We were actually in the room where... Okay, tell, us, tell us the story about the dog and the homeless man for the folks that don't know. <clears throat> so there was just there was a homeless guy. And this was like pre-Waverly Hills being an entertainment venue. This was when Dixie Every- Highway kids would go up, you know, vandalize, ride their bikes through Waverly Hills. This was that era. Yeah, way, way after the hospital. Way time, after, yeah. yeah, and yeah. All, it was just an abandoned building yeah, at right. that point. And it, it, and if you're from, like like Shannon said, if you were from the south end of Louisville, I was not here then, but I plenty of my friends tell me, oh yeah, that's where we would go, we get a six-pack of beer, we'd go up there, we'd try to scare ourselves. Yeah. Graffiti, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, that was the happening place back yeah. then. Yeah. If you could get in, it was the place to go. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But the story's told that before, however, Tina, Tina's family and them got it, there was an older gentleman that was in there, and he wasn't mean per se but he guarded waverly hills so when you had your kids and actually my husband met him he they were riding through there with their bikes and he scared the absolute shit out of them so my husband met him but apparently he was the protector you know of waverly ended up him and his dog died there um don't know that backstory of why they did but apparently they're still there because there is known to be a dog apparition on that third floor so we were we were in the in the little room where he was. We had several people lined. It's a very very small room. There's like foul cat foul areas. So there was like six of us in that area. We had two in this little bitty small hallway, but like four out in the hallway. And all of a sudden we hear a little boy, little girl, don't know what it is, and in the cutest childish voice, is my daddy in the hospital? As plain as day. We were listening live at that point, too, but everybody that was there heard this child ask that question. And that was the best thing because, again, there's no kids there. So, I mean, that was a disembodied voice. And, you know, that obviously that child was right there with us. Yeah. And, you know, that's the best part of Waverly because you just, 
you have a little bit of everything. And it's just so amazing when you get it validated by more than one person. Yeah. I mean, we were all, it stopped us in our tracks because yeah, everybody was yeah. like, uh. we had people with us that had never been on an investigation before Lloyd being the first one, mm -hmm. our photographer. And he was like, holy shit, Shannon, I heard this with my own voice. And that is what made Lloyd believe mm -hmm. was that night. And I think that that was also the night a couple other people decided yeah. they were going to believe because they heard it and how, I mean, there's no kid. They're, Tina and Charlie's not going to be able to hide a kid up in there. You know, I mean, it was, we all heard and it was the best thing ever. One thing that I think the audience should know is after Waverly Hills, the tuberculosis kind of came to an end and the hospital kind of shut down, um, it became Woodhaven, which was for... A it was basically a kind of a place for a retirement slash people that had disabilities and it kind of assisted living kind, kind of, of assisted yeah. living but also people that had um some physical and or um, um mental challenges mental challenges yeah. again. Um, and um it was actually very very poorly run and the state of kentucky actually shut it down but do you know why they shut it down okay so what had happened was um there on I think it was the fourth floor. Uh they ended up having the health department wanted to come in and investigate. And I guess they'd had some stuff and some they were complaints. coming in to do their investigation. And for some reason and you can it's easily to get lost on what floor you're on. <clears throat> but yeah. this lady had ended up on the fourth floor, not realizing that she was on the fourth floor and witnessed some patients chained to the wall. And within a week, that's when it got shut oh, down. Oh, goodness. So there was a lot of abuse uh, during that time of patients that they, you know, just would leave them in these rooms, chained to the wall, lock the doors, and that's how it got shut down okay. a week later. Wow. There was some bad stuff that was happening too. And then after that is when Tina and Charlie Mattingly, Mattingly yeah. Took, took ownership of the building. So, um, we continued to investigate the second floor for a little while, longer. We did see a few more shadow figures as we walked down through there. And again, we were being um, kind of followed out um, with the, the footsteps. Oh, I was just going to say, go to the tunnel. Oh, yeah. So... Um, so we all met up as a group, and then we went to what is now known as the Death Tunnel. And if you're if you've ever watched any of the TV shows that are on, you've seen on Sci-Fi or Ghost Hunters or some others that we don't like talk about. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> there is a tunnel, and the whole the the and it's called the Death Tunnel. The reason the tunnel was built is because, as I mentioned earlier, the, um, the actual building is built on top of a hill. At the bottom of the hill, there was a railroad track at that time, and the whole idea was to have the tunnel to bring supplies up and down the hill. There was a, what I, what I wasn't there a, a motorized kind of cart type of system that would move? Pulley, or pulley, pulley system. Yes, pulley, pulley system that would bring the cart up one, 
If you look at it, there's a ramp on one side where they would bring the carts up and down. On the other side is steps. The story is the death tunnel is that as so many people died, supplies would come up the hill on the carts and the bodies would go back down the hill on the cart. Um, it's a lot of activity that happens in there. Um, so we went there as our entire group. And again, I think it's good to say that what there was ten of us. That, was there ten of us that night? Mm -hmm. That was it. Not eleven. 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 Yeah. So there was eleven of us that night and a security guard. And the security guard was not even in the same building. He was not in the main building. No, he let us have it. Yes. Yeah, so we had the place to ourselves. Um, as we went to the 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 tunnel, um, four like I think there was four or five people that went down to the bottom of the tunnel. I walked about halfway down and stopped so I could listen to what was going on between and the remainder of our group stayed at the top of the hill, at the top of the tunnel. Um, bird. What was that? It's a bird. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Haley, who's part of our group, um, Beyond This Life, she had taken the group all the way down. And when you're in this tunnel, it is like a cave. It is, you're, when the lights are out, your eyes can't even adjust. It it's is, suffocating. It, mm -hmm. is, it is dark, dark, suffocating. It is like being in a cave. So since, Kate, since she's not here, we're just going to tell the story of what happened. So... We were down there trying to make some contact, you know. She any... sang him a song. Yes, sang him a song. Is there anybody here? Would you like to give us your name? Um, and then all at once, something grabbed her necklace from the front and picked her necklace up, you know, to about where it would have been vertical on her neck and then just dropped it. Now, the rest of us saw nothing, heard nothing. But, but as you can imagine, it rattled Haley pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It spooked that group that was at the bottom of the steps. And they came up and um, we, were, we, we left after that. Now, that was the only thing we had happen in, in the tunnel. Um, I've been in that tunnel before. I've never had anything happen in that tunnel before either. So no. I think there's a lot of a lot of stories to that tunnel, but I, I don't know. Shannon, Susan, I, do you guys have anything? The first time I was there, I was, I call it an attack. I don't know. Uh, the rest of the group had gone down. I was having trouble with my knee at that time. And the rest of the uh, group had gone down ahead of us. And there was a lady that was supposed to have been staying with me so that we weren't, you know, nobody was left right. alone. Well, she decided, no, she's taken off, so she left me. I'm in the middle of the tunnel by myself. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and I'm trying to go back. I'm trying to get go out. So I'm uphill. And it, all of a sudden, it's it was the best way I could describe it. It was like you ran into mud. It was like... I couldn't, it was like the air was so thick I couldn't move through it. Oh, wow. It was just, I wasn't feel. it didn't feel like anything was like grabbing me or anything. It was just like the whole air around me was just like mud thick that you were trying to push your way through. 
And that's when I started hollering for us, come get me, help me. <laughs> they came they came running down and got me out. But yeah, it was kind of weird. I imagine. So after that, we took a little break and then we all decided we were going up, go up to the top floor, the fifth floor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we did. How you're giggling. <laughs> and that we did. So, um, that's when the fun started. Yeah. That's, that is when the fun started. And so. about what time was this? It was about two. two I was going to say, it was, we were going into the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were going into the witching hour. So, who wants to tell the story? Well, it's Shannon since. It's her video. It's her video. <laughs> yes, and you, you guys, when you go back and look at this video, you're gonna freak out because nobody saw what I saw in the video. I kind of held this underneath my hat just a little bit. So we were up there doing an Essence method with Haley. Um, we had the it was the portal that you guys bring, right? Why don't you uh, tell us about the fifth floor and yes, a little bit, and tell us the stories and the the history and the the lore of the fifth floor too. Gotcha. Okay. So the fifth floor, we were talking a little bit ago about the floor that the kids of the patients that were in Waverly, the fifth floor is where they would go play. Um, I don't know where they slept. They didn't sleep up there, did they? They just played up there. Play, played yeah. all I've ever heard. I don't know. Because there's swing sets and all that. There's tons slept. of pictures. So again, really you know, we know. have been told that there's kids up there, but the, the big story of the fifth floor at Waverly Hills was there was a nurse um, that got impregnated by a doctor um, and she hung herself. It was told that she hung herself uh, right outside of the room 502. There since has been the person that found her hanging came to Waverly Hills and told the true story of what happened. So he was on the elevator going up to the fifth floor when the elevator doors opened, she was actually hung from a water pipe right there, right in the center hallway, not hanging from the room 502. They still at this point don't know if she hung herself or if the doctor that impregnated hung her. Still don't know, but she definitely was not hung into room 502. But that is a crazy floor. It, it seems like there's really nothing negative up there that we've ever run across, but it's always been a very active floor. Um, not necessarily with children, though. Not necessarily with a ghost. I mean, I've never, or a ghost, shit, a nurse. One <laughs> <laughs> of those. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily with a ghost or a, a nurse. <laughs> Here, Lynn, you're rubbing off on me, damn it, um, with a nurse. But, I mean, that's the biggest story is, you know, the nurse that hung herself on 502. You do hear babies crying up there. I've heard from some teams. Never witnessed it, but you Never do hear babies crying up there. But I've heard that too, that you hear babies up there. Yeah. So. I've heard a lot of people getting touched up there too on that floor. I've never been touched, but I've, I've heard of people. I have a picture that we took up there that was pretty cool that was when you go up the stairs to the door that we're getting ready to talk about, um, you come out and you take a left. So it's that left side there. I was stood on like the end of that room and took a picture and I actually have a figure of somebody standing right at the edge of 502 where that little window cut out is. Mm. Um, so I thought that that was pretty cool. But what we got on the fifth floor the other night was flat out amazing. So again, um, 
Haley is. And all of our, and just so everybody knows, all of our group was together at that yes, time. Yes, we were all there. We were all there, so everyone was accounted for. Yeah. And sitting down. Yes. Yep. And well, I was not sitting down, but I was standing still. Yeah. And nobody was in the area of what is, we're getting ready to tell you happened. So Haley is sitting there, and are y'all going to put this video up somewhere? Okay. It's your video, so yeah, if you well, want us to. Yeah. All right, send it to me. I'll put it uh, up. Cool. So she was sitting there doing the SS method um, with a piece of equipment that you guys brought. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the portal, right? Yeah, it was the portal. We were, you know, asking questions as Haley, you know, had the fe- headphones, and we was just trying to type any of the answers that she spelled out to the questions that we were asking. So... About two minutes, uh, it was probably maybe a minute, minute and a half worth of video of a ball that was starting to move on the fifth floor. And back up, one of the stories that I've heard about the fifth floor too is there's a very overpowering man that's up there that when the kids do try to talk or communicate in some sort of way, he overpowers them. In comes our video. So we're sitting there and it's probably a minute and a half of me tripping on whether or not I realized the ball was moving or not. You know, we caught, we caught it on video with a flashlight on it that the ball was sitting there starting to move back and back and forth. Drop back and forth. So you actually hear Haley, and I, I don't know what question was asked first, but you hear Haley yell out, prove it really loud. And then you, I was going to talk when she said prove it, so I stopped. And then I said, can you push that ball for us just a little bit harder? Push it harder. And at that point is when you heard that concrete grind and that fifth floor door slammed. Loudly. Loudly slammed. And Haley, you can hear Haley yell. You can hear me catch my breath. There was nobody by that door. Haley with the uh, uh, noise-canceling headphones on, Heard the door scrape yeah. against the concrete over top of the headphones. Yeah, it was and reacted to it. Yeah, so. and it is a it is a a metal door, just like in an old hospital. It was coming. It was the door that leads to the steps. And I should explain this to everybody: as in an old building, that door is not hung straight. And actually, when that door is opened, it as Shannon said, you hear the scraping. Because it's scraping across the concrete of the floor, and you can, you know, I, I think everybody's seen has been around an old door that doesn't open all the way, or, and you can actually you push it and it scrapes across the floor, and it stays. Yeah, yeah, that's it takes actually some, the door stop. Is you yeah. push it up on the concrete and it, it, it takes some muscle to get yeah. it up to oh, get yeah. out that. And that door was like that for we were up there for a long time. A long time. A long time, and. With the way the door slammed, there there was no wind coming in that direction whatsoever. Mm-mm. But the best part that y'all don't know about yet is, and I want all y'all to go home tonight, and I want you to look at it on your computer. When that door slams, and you can hear the guy that was with Haley, the big guy, Dean, Dean come around the corner. If you look, you can see light in the crack of that door where the lights are on out in the hallway. You see a shadow moving in that light crack. I don't know if y'all have paid attention to that, but there is. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in a in a 
venue that was big enough to really gotcha. see. I'll show you guys when we yeah. get done. But you see movement. You see something blocking out that light in the outside of that hallway after that door was shut. Well, cool. the, I, I know that the lights were on at one point and then they were off at one point. The lights in the hall? Yeah. yeah the gotcha. lights in that hallway were on, but then they weren't. Yeah. And that was right when it slammed. Well, mm -hmm. and she said, and that light just went out. Mm -hmm. But in the video that I have, the lights were on, and you see you see a shadow moving. Yeah, I don't, I don't the recall when the lights went, went out, but I know that they yeah. were on, and then they weren't. Because the door was on the right-hand side from us, and then there was like a wall, and then there was a hallway on the, or the door's on the left, and the hallway's on the right. The hallway on the right is where the light was. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew that's where the light, it went out. But, but it was yeah. on, but then it wasn't. But I, didn't, it I don't know when it went out. I don't I, even know where yeah. the light was coming from. Yeah. Because you don't have lights. There. Yeah. But, but I can, can, yeah, go You ahead. can, blatantly, you can see in that video that there's something on the outside of that door moving. So after all that happened and all, and, you know, we, we kind of walked around. I, I was standing in a way that I could see, like, if you looked, you could see the windows down in the hall, the stairway past mm -hmm. that door that slammed. Uh, you could see the the windows and you could see shadows and stuff and all. And I was standing there while we continued the investigation and I could see shadows moving at the bottom and like the bottom oh, tier man. of the steps. You could, they were just right at the bottom. You couldn't see very much of them, but you could tell that there was, something, was there. Yeah. something was moving down there. And this was after what I after, saw. After yeah. everything, after the door slammed and everything, and I was standing there. Yeah, I, I was watching that stairwell to see if anything came through the stairwell. So that's what's cool is in, in this video, when the door actually shut and I panned up like that on that door, you see that same thing that you're seeing on the other side of the door. Cool. Yeah, I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, I'll have to go look at it now. Yeah. Well, I'll blow it up when we get yeah. down here. I'll blow it up and we'll look yeah, at like it. Yeah, like I said, so, I've only seen it on a, like a little... Yeah phone screen and it's hard to see those things on and there. then folks will share it so you all can go see it too yeah. thank you we Shannon. also we'll after that we set up the, the laser grid and yeah we caught something in that laser grid too yeah shannon I so. and i saw it mm -hmm. i wonder if anybody caught that like if anybody was on video. videoing or anything i don't know because we were shooting the laser grid through that where the the stairway and the elevator is and then and into and that's the area also where the the room is 502 but then it shoots into a bigger room and if you remember shannon right where it was going into that room is where we were seeing something block the laser yeah yeah and that was the most active honestly i've ever seen the fifth floor and i've been away really nine ten times usually we get nothing up there yeah and now you got the biggest thing. <laughs> One of the biggest One things. One of these things. I just wish, because I thought, I really thought I had that camera flipped over during that live. Because I was so excited because I thought we caught that on camera, which we kind of did. I mean, I mm -hmm. panned over as soon as, it, mm -hmm. as soon as it slammed. but Lynn and I happened to be with Keith H. last night. And I don't know if anybody knows Waverly Hills better than Keith. And um, I asked him about it. And he, Shannon had sent him the video, and he'd already seen it. And he said, oh, yeah, I've had that door slam on me before. He explained that door as if he was standing right beside it. He knows that door, and he knows it scrapes. He knows it'll stand, stays open on its own. He, he can tell you that 
the, the, the way that that door is framed, he even told me that last night. Wow. And he's like, yeah, I've had that door slam on me probably five times. See, and that's awesome because the little guy that was our tour guide, you know, when we took the video down and was like, mm-hmm. we caught this, he's like, I've, I've never heard of that happening up there before. So, I mean, I, I think it just still rings true that there's really not that much activity on the fifth floor, but what you get up there is the damn holy grail. I mean, you get good stuff up there. You get happens. it, you know you yeah. have it. Absolutely. When you know, you know. When you know, you do it this time, AJ. And we definitely, when we leaved, we believed that one did it. Yes, we did. <laughs> a lot of work. Don't let your children watch this video. <laughs> no. There's a lot of words that we shared when that happened. <laughs> but it was pretty amazing. Oh, we were cussing a lot, let me. Yeah. A lot of laughter. Yeah, we were excited. It's, I mean, it shocked us all. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely know it was we got very it unexpected. Because we honestly, and I mean, I can only remember what I was thinking was coming up that hall, and even Haley made the comment because I thought another group was coming up, was what I was thinking, because I was hearing something come up that way, and Haley even made the comment too, but she had the headphones on. I think she was seeing something that was coming Surely. up. So when we were hearing it, I was waiting for the other people to come walking up that stairs. So... I mean, I was kind of paying attention to that area over there, but I never would have thought in a million years that that damn door was going to slam. Yeah. I thought somebody was getting ready to walk through that door. Yeah, but there was nobody there. There was not one person there. <laughs> that was amazing. That was pretty amazing. It was, I mean, it's, it's an experience. I, I, that's the first time I've ever experienced anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Yeah, i there, Definitely. I mean, there's only a, one other location that we went to that it was kind of the same thing with a door that you had to lift and slam it, and it slammed on its own behind us. And that's the only ever time that that's ever happened. But nothing like that at Waverly. There's no way. There's no, I mean, I guarantee you. Well, we did have another door slam at Waverly one other time when we were there. Remember? We, we were, did. Yeah, when we were walking up the hallway, we heard a door slam, yeah. and um, we took off running to see what Never was found there. it. Never found which door that slammed, but. No, I never mean, found anybody else either, no. so. I mean, I still feel that, you know, even if there was a, if those back windows were open in that stairwell going up to the fifth floor, I wholeheartedly feel if there was a 60 mile an hour wind, there's still no way that that damn door could have got, got caught by that much wind and it slammed like that. No. that was There's a, no way. That is a heavy metal door. Yep. Dragon on concrete. Yep. Hard. Yep. You'll, you'll hear it. Yeah, you, you pretty, hear it. Yeah, for me, I would have to take two hands to have drug it to pull pull yeah. it off the concrete to close yeah. it. I would have to use both hands. That was amazing. So again, Waverly did not disappoint, and we would have kept investigating that night. I mean, we we from the get go to that, mm-hmm. we had things all night long, and unfortunately. We ran out of time. <laughs> it was time to go home and get up and go to work. <laughs> yeah. And that was all with just three floors. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah four floors. Because we didn't get to go on the first floor at all. No. And that's mostly the most active because that's yeah. where you got your morgue and the big shadow man that's in right. the, the lobby. Right. They had it shut off to start out for haunt, their haunted mm-hmm. house stuff and all, so we didn't get to investigate those places. We didn't need to. No. It all came to us. Mm-hmm. I guess they knew they were shut out, so they they came to us. <laughs> yep. Is there anything else that we forgot about that we should add? 
trying to think. Think, think so because so. all the rest of this was just shadows shadow people trying to think if any of the did any of the newbies that were with us did they say that they saw anything i don't remember <clears throat> uh i know paul's group said they didn't that's part of the reason why they left they weren't getting anything should have stayed with us yeah <laughs> well that's what he got on there and said damn i <laughs> left too early or something <laughs> yeah um i don't think so Where are we on time-wise? An hour. Oh, shit. <laughs> we did a lot of talking, too. So well, we, should, we did a lot before we started we recording. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up Waverly Hills for us. Um, look out on our, our media sites, the interweb, Facebook. Twitter. Twitter. TikTok. TikTok. We're going to be posting this this video that we have, and we'd like to get your your feedback on it. Um, as always, like, follow, all that good stuff, depending on what platform you're at. And the videos you find you will find on weirdosinthewild.com. Mm-hmm. Um, send us your questions, your comments. We love them. We read them, and uh, we've got other things coming up. Uh, we haven't decided which ones we're going to do quite yet. Um, we're going to continue to work with these ladies from Oldham County, and I'm sure you'll hear them on our podcast coming up again, and we hope they'll come back. Oh, we'll be glad to join you, of course. <laughs> um, so, Lynn, take us home. Thanks for joining, everyone. Keep it weird, y'all. Thank you for joining us at Weirdos in the Wild. Please show us some love and support on our Patreon account at Weirdos in the Wild. Like us on all of our social media. And if you've had an experience you'd like to share with us, visit our site at weirdosinthewild.com. Until next time, keep it weird, y'all. Hydra Publications is your one stop for the best in genre fiction. Secrets and Blood is the debut horror novel from Dewey Hensley. Evangeline Grace, the sheriff in a small town, Eastern Kentucky coal mining county, longs to start a new life in another place. However, present and past evils conspire to jeopardize her plans and end the lives of those she loves, including her brother Sheldon, whom she promised to protect. Drugs, feuds, and her beliefs stand in the way of identifying the notorious Highlander in time to live her dream. However, Menace reaches for Madison County's past. Do you struggle with depression, ongoing medical issues, or have you experienced past trauma? If you have, please consider the help of Energetic Healing. At Dragonfly Pond Holistic Services, we utilize Karuna Reiki, crystals to align and heal chakra function, meditation, and sound healing to address these issues and help you in your healing process. To learn more about energetic healing and how to contact us, visit our website at dragonflypondenergy.com. For those who call in to schedule an appointment, mention this ad and receive $25 off your initial visit. From the ground up, books and resources is more than just a place to buy books. We are a center that nourishes the passions of writers, artists, and book lovers alike. Our programs help educate writers and artists, 
Our holistic items and Reiki services offer a unique opportunity to build individuals from the ground up. Sign up for one of our memberships today and support us and bring our vision to life. 5% of all memberships will go towards prize money for contests and scholarships for our programs. Book donations are always welcome. Visit fromthegroundupbooks.com for more information.